I have sinned. I am a sinner. I have sinned against my tribe. I have sinned against Africa. I have sinned against the ancient Akabat to Akabat the kingdom. Brothers and sisters, let go of your dreams of recovering your ancient kingdom. Let go of your hatred. Yes, let it go. You will find peace wherever you may be. Please just let it go. Please. It took a lot of work not to break out in the song on the Let It Go. <laughs> but I did it out of respect for the sacrifice of Kaba. 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 He, he killed himself for no reason for his tribe. Yes, yes. And we, we have our five-star review to thank for that one. <laughs> on today's episode, following that beautiful introduction, I'm Dan. This is Jeremy. Hello. And we have Attack on Titan episodes four and five and The Purge. So why don't we uh, I'm going to start somewhere because we're not going to start right with Attack on Titan. On a previous episode, I discussed the Avengers briefly and my first impressions. And I just wanted to say that, well, it, 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 it's not as bad as I originally said it's still a review in progress. So in our next couple episodes, I'm going to I'm going to give my full thoughts on it. I've I've beaten the campaign, I've played a bit of the multiplayer. And uh I just want to put that out there. So I was pretty harsh on it last time and <laughs> yeah, deservingly so. And I I made it clear back then that I had only played, you know, 45 minutes of it, but I was very disappointed in what they'd started me out with. But the game gets better, so if if that inspires anyone out there to buy it, feel free. Um, it's definitely worth the money. I don't I don't really know how it plays on. I, I assume it plays great on PC, but I don't know how it plays on Stadia or Xbox. But PS4, I the game has frozen a couple times, which is pretty weird. And I, I've I've had some frame rate drops on PS4 Pro, so maybe that's because we're. <laughs> who knows two three months away from next next gen maybe that's why i'm getting some some lag skips and things like that but i don't know i guess we'll see so just to be clear you're getting frame lags and skips on a game you're playing on the ps4 pro yep rip ps4 original buyers yeah oh my quit god i didn't poor. even think of that quit being poor you idiots you thought you were gonna get a console <laughs> Remember oh back when, goodness. like, you just you just told your grandmother what console you had, and she bought a game, mm-hmm. and it was fine. Of course. And then she still got the wrong one. Yeah. You give her a screen, like a picture of it. You give her the exact <laughs> title. Tell the guy this is what you want, and she brings back, you know, something random. Yeah. Of it course. got weird once you had some crossover. No, no, not yep. a game boy, a game genie, grandma. Yeah. Game Gear. But now it's like, no, no, I need the PS4A Alpha B. This is the C, Evan C. You got to read the mar- the the model code on the back. Yep. Oh, they don't have a chance. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they didn't really have a chance back in the 90s either. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm still really surprised they didn't manage to at least make it smooth on the PS4 Pro. Is there it's, a setting option to like turn the graphics down? It's oh, I haven't checked that. It's quite smooth. 
but I've had some some issues, so I can't imagine. I'm gonna ask one of my buddies what it <laughs> what it looks like on regular PS4 because there's a significant difference in terms of power and and frames and all that, you know, computery stuff. Because we used to play uh, Destiny, a couple buddies of mine, and they would just be complaining about the frame drops and everything because they all had regular PS4s. And my goodness, I don't know. I don't know what they're looking at now, but the game's beautiful. So I want to see what it looks like on PC, actually. So, uh, Jeremy, get on that. Well, um, I'll send you my Venmo code, and uh, we'll get we'll get going on that. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. Venmo is how you send money to strangers. Oh, okay. It's, it's used for like small amounts of money you owe friends and hookers. Oh, gotcha. I just pay cash <laughs> to your friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. We'll talk more about the Avengers. I'll, I'll give my final thoughts and uh, a grade, I guess, which I mean, I'll give it a 6.7, but you'd only buy it if it was a 6.8. So, no, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll dive deeper into that later. And uh, most of the YouTube videos I'm putting up these days, I'm, I'm adding gameplay of the Avengers. If you want to see what it looks like, youtube.com slash C slash media men. And I'm sure there are, Plenty of other YouTube videos out there. Um, what, what was that uh, YouTube Earl again? YouTube.com slash C for, I guess, creator or content. I, I don't know. Slash media men. Uh, so. You know, you should, you should probably just go over there and like subscribe and put the little ring notification on there. Yeah, absolutely. Check out our Black Panther tribute. Check out our uh, Mario 35 I went back. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you this, which, uh, dude, I have to tell you. Uh-huh. I went back to my Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to reinstall it. And the save file's gone. I had like out of the thousand uh, moons or whatever. I had like 600 of them. That's a lot of moons. Yeah. And uh, I really got my use out of that game. And the save file's gone. So. You'll see gameplay from our Mario 35 YouTube video from the beginning of Mario Odyssey. So spoilers for the first 20 minutes. <laughs> it's very sad. but Yeah, I think Mario Odyssey taught me that my joy of searching for Easter eggs dies at around 20 hours. And it dies hard. Yeah, yeah, it's rough. There's If, if I'm not trying to beat up a giant lizard, then I'm just not interested. <laughs> or hit... What was it? Hit a giant cross-dressing bunny in the face with a cannonball. That's what I did on the in the beginning there. So that was fun. And then I did it in Mario Odyssey. <laughs> I really wish I had the expertise to like download the uh, the ROM hacks of Mario Odyssey because they've got some really cool looking stuff. You just want to look up like Mario Odyssey superstars. Yeah. Just absolutely bonkers boss runs. Nice. Yeah, that uh, that that was such a good game, and you know, us talking about the Mario stuff, I just it's so smooth, like the the controls yeah. and everything. So almost I, as good as Mario sixty four. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's um, 
get into our first review today of Attack on Titan, and we'll start with episode four. So, where did we leave off in episode three? The end of episode three, Aaron was uh, being Spider-Man in the woods. Oh, that's right. We we had the training, and Aaron it's all the was... context I have. Spider-Man. He... <laughs> right, he was he was trying to uh, use the broken belt, and we thought he was going to get uh, shit canned. So, and we do they do a he, nice. He... Yeah, it was an entire episode based on a piece of malfunctioning equipment. <laughs> yes. Because apparently get... they, they get these little shitheads to practice the equipment without actually understanding how it works. That doesn't Absolutely. seem dangerous. No, no, no. It's not an important job or anything. Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> First the yelling, then the balancing, and then uh, just go die. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we get a character rundown during this uh, tr- opening training sequence, and it reminds us that the Germans will survive the apocalypse. Um, they say Armin is built like a daffodil, which is my note here. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're talking about Bertolt, and they're saying like how like powerful he is and all that stuff. Yeah. And Armin's built like a daffodil, which I don't, I don't know if I'll say this enough as we do these reviews, but I hate Armin. <laughs> I really do. I, there's nothing that I like about him. So we'll we'll find that out in episode five, six, all the way up to forty five or whatever up till now. <laughs> I hate him. So what are what are your thoughts on Armin, the little bitch? Um, I mean, I appreciate a character that's you know all about intelligence. You know, he's he's, he's just min maxing his stats there. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's definitely coming out of everything you know, pretty shell shocked, which he's not the only character that kind of bitches out several times an episode, yep. but he's the only main character that does it. Yeah. And the, the English voice actor for him is so like, so whiny. I mean, intentionally, but it's yeah. just, it's really hard to listen to. And there's there's no telling if you were in this situation how you would react of course and i'm not saying that i wouldn't react the way armin does well we've already established that both of us would resort to cannibalism of course right right away like the first thing like let's eat some people yeah it it'd be like uh there might be titans or beyond the wall and we just start eating people like they don't even know for sure (laughs) i heard something (laughs) quick (laughs) It's like, it's only been four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... There's I mean, still there's... bread here. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I need some meat for my sandwich. You haven't even, you haven't even eaten the perishables yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't react this way. But I just, I'm just not into watching someone consistently. That's why I hate John. Gene, John, whatever. He's such a pussy. The dude with like the multicolored hair. And in this episode, he's pretending to be super tough. And Aaron just sweeps his leg and just (laughs) slams him. He learns that from Annie. Uh, They're doing like a hand to hand combat training thing. And she just 
she's just low sweeping everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this episode has that little bit shows a lot of a lot of character growth from Aaron. He gives he gives a speech that's really different from how he comes into the show. Like just in the training process, he's kind of matured a little bit away from just I'm going to kill the Titans by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this episode showed, like had a big time skip though. Like they went from you know basically playing on a swing set to like being Spider Man and you know performing blade maneuvers in the air against moving targets. Yep. And they just completely skipped the whole training montage. Yeah. Which I mean maybe maybe showing that would have been too unrealistic because the things that they do in this show are just inhuman in terms of reflexes and g-forces and just, you know they're i don't know how to play like i mean there are titans running at like 80 miles an hour and they like intersect them on a, on a spider-man gas-powered set and just cut out the back of their neck yeah imagine and, if you latched onto a building and was yanked from the midsection at yes. ungodly speeds, your neck would snap, or you'd you'd, you'd be paralyzed. Uh, yeah, these kids these guys would be going. Yeah, they'd be going full scorpion every two minutes. <laughs> they must. They must do just an obscene amount of uh, yoga. Yeah, but I, th- I thought it was interesting that Aaron learned that you know crazy street fighter move in just like one afternoon. Yeah, but not that afternoon. He, he uses it in the morning, and then he just has it ready for lunch. Of course. And then they went into then they went into one of my into I thought was a really good bit of comedy. They're fighting and the Captain Raccoon just opens the door. What's going on in here? I hope I'm not interrupting. (laughs) He's all creepy with it, too. (laughs) It was like it was fresh out of an anime horror situation. (laughs) It was great. It's like, uh, what's all the ruckus? And (laughs) Mikasa immediately is like. Uh, potato girls farting or something like that. <laughs> and they they had another like awkward or I would say at this point almost cringe scene of Mikasa like professing her undying loyalty to Aaron and yeah. also Armin's there. Yep. I mean, maybe you'd whine too if you just third wheeled your entire life. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> just two and a half feet tall and ignored it all the time. Yeah, two biggest badasses in this show, Mikasa and Levi, who we haven't met yet. Just so badass. I love these two characters. Uh, so the top 10 in the training can join the are allowed to join the military police, but like seven or eight of them decide, nah, we're going to be scouts, including, of course, Aaron Armin. And a bunch of others, Bertolt, you know, all the all the names we've been discussing so far, because if if they're introducing these characters to you and then they're just going to go sit with our big fat king. I mean, that's it. That's them done. <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, there, there's a bunch of, you know, speeches and characters who originally thought Aaron was dumb now doing what Aaron's doing. Yep. Which I mean, it's not unprecedented. It's. I mean, uh, the humans are as far are in an extinction event right now. Yeah. And the episode ends with the next phase of the extinction event. Everyone's sitting around celebrating being graduates. 
and the colossal titan and they're all up oh they're all up on the wall and the colossal titan oh actually i'm gonna i'm gonna redo this whole scene Mm-hmm. So they're sitting around celebrating, just you know, jerking each other off about how good they were, and they're going to change the world. Potato Girl has stolen what looks like uh, a rib roast or a piece of prime rib, mm-hmm. and they hide and they hide it up on top of the wall. And while they're hiding it, the Colossal Titan just pops up out of nowhere, like he wants some. Yep. And. Uh, I, I have a note on here that says Colossal Titan says no food on the walls. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And that's the end of the episode. Just that, that really a cliffhanger. It's the cliffs looking at you. Yeah. And uh, do, is it the end of episode four or the beginning of episode five where everyone's just in shock and Aaron just jumps into it? It's um, episode five where Aaron just goes at that like a motherfucking badass. Yeah. Like this guy had it planned beforehand. Like he like when he's alone in the like he, when he's alone like walking down the street like looking in the mirror, a lot of people are flexing or like making weird faces in the mirror and he's like and then the and he's like practicing yelling at people to help him when the to take out the colossal titan when it shows up again. Like yep. This is going this is exactly like how he pictured it. There's the titan all right, this is going to go exactly like I planned. <laughs> and they, he, he charges in, and he's trying to rally everybody. And I think his his gear breaks, or he misses. Like, he's, he's hanging off the wall, right? And Potato yeah. Girl has to save him. Well, they're all on top of the wall, and the Colossal Titan just spits out a giant wave of steam and knocks everyone That's off right. the wall. So he's hanging off the wall. Another guy, he doesn't he doesn't like make the shot. So he's falling and Potato Girl runs like Matrix runs down the wall and fucking spears him in the leg to keep him from hitting the ground. <laughs> she's got all the energy from those carbs she's been eating, so I mean I mean she's earned her potatoes there. Just... That's true. <laughs> Cuz that was I mean that was an insane scene. She's like yeah, you're she, alive, so you're welcome. She's badass in this. Aaron's badass, and where's Mikasa at this point? I think she has a different. She, she has a different assignment because she was just the best of the best. So they put her with the vanguard, or True. or uh, whatever, like the the back that protect the people that protect the door itself. She's with the last line of defense. Yeah, they call it rear guard. Yeah. And she later on in this episode, she they put her on rear guard, right? And after yeah. she again is saying, "Aaron, I'm going to protect you." Uh, once everything hits the fan, the plan is off, and I'm just going to protect you. <laughs> it's like, no, just do the thing. <laughs> we get it. You love him. I I don't know what else to do. But. Um, uh, again, in this episode, I have a note that says, I hate Armin. I don't even know what he did to warrant that note, but <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> um, we I mean, meet... I think he just stares like a... I think he just stares yeah. blankly when the Colossal Titan shows up. He doesn't do anything. I don't remember him in this episode at all. He's, like in, first... he's in it at the end. I mean, every scene I know I remember of him like so far in the show is either him kind of like narrating for some reason... Because mm-hmm. that's how they 
they're moving the story forward or he's going or he's blubbering about something. <laughs> Literally. Like oh. the literal version of blubbering. On the topic this is a this is way out of left field, but there um there's a group I think it was taken off YouTube, but you can still find it under uh, alternative searching means. But Team Four Star did a Attack on Titan abridged mm-hmm. and they remake his character. <laughs> Oh, and they just and they make his his voice ten times more obnoxious, and it's oh, just God. absolutely hilarious. They basically set they basically Saturday night Saturday Night Life him. Is that a Dragon Ball Z thing? Team Four Star, yeah. Or are Team they just Four Star, four out of five stars. No, Team Four Star is made up, as far as I can tell, entirely of the actual voice actors for Dragon Ball Z. Oh, so they've got nice. the actual Piccolo voice actor, the actual Vegeta voice actor. A bunch of other voice actors and same they, person. We, yeah, no, it's it's different people. Piccolo and Vegeta are the same, and All Might. And All Might, what? Piccolo, Vegeta, and All Might are all the same guy. Vegeta doesn't sound anything like All Might. You're lying to me. What? Quit lying to me, Dan. When All Might yells about Kakarot, it doesn't <laughs> ring any bells to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you're gonna die, Kakarot? Because it, I'm here. It was funny. I didn't know that Piccolo and Vegeta were the same guy, but uh, this dude I was I was talking to was saying, "Oh yeah, Vegeta's the same as All Might." I'm like, "No, it's the Piccolo guy." I'm, I'm getting real Piccolo vibes from him. It's like same guy. I'm like, all right, fine, fair enough, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Team Four Star they did a really good abridged Attack on Titan. That yeah. makes Armin hilarious instead of annoying. <laughs> Unfortunately, this series was canceled because of copyright. Um, we meet Lord Volt in this, right? And he is... Oh, uh, the chess guy. Yeah, he's playing against Commander Pixis in chess. And Commander Pixis has gone, Oh, no, I lost the fu- the battle. What would I ever do? Make him feel good about himself, I guess? I, I don't really really know it's called brown nosing yes yes so or in or in a feudalistic society staying alive (laughs) you dare beat me at hopscotch off with his head yeah that's 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 quite fair and uh one of the like cadets busts in and is like uh we got a breach of the wall so commander pixis is leaving and lord vault is saying no you need to stay with me forget Everybody else inside the trust district just yeah. protect me. I don't care if humanity goes extinct as long as I'm the last one. <laughs> Titans. I just want to be eaten by Titans later than everyone else. Yep. It's pretty ridiculous, but that's the kind of thing you get from someone who's literally in the dead center protected by all the walls and all the people. So. Yeah, but. We also, in the very beginning, we see that Aaron is actually uh, kind of smart. He, in just a couple seconds, he figures out that the Colossal Titan is intelligent. Mm-hmm. And he still manages to like dodge like the giant Colossal Hand. Which His first time fighting a Titan is the Colossal Titan. Yep. Which is a hell of a deep water to be thrown into. But, I mean, if he hadn't been... You know, an intelligent titan. Aaron would have killed the colossal titan, I think. 
Yeah, it's like your first one-on-one basketball games against Michael Jordan in his prime, and you managed to score a basket. <laughs> like, I think the colossal titan shit. would be more like Shaquille O'Neal. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's that's quite fair. But I feel like I could score a basket on Shaq. So you just I feel like you underestimate Shaq. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's like 350 pounds. He could definitely beat me in a foot race. He could definitely, obviously, outpower me. <laughs> it's like. I mean, if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to race him from the full court line to the other goal, I maybe you'd score a goal. But if he's posted up, I don't think you're scoring. I'm uh, Shaq's probably 10, 15 years older than me. And I guarantee he could beat me in a foot race right now. Like, oh, and I'm okay. not, I'm not slow, but I feel like if he and I race from one end to the court to the other, he would beat me. And he's like 55. <laughs> I don't know what his his foot speed is when running forwards, but it's like you see him. You always see him around like these smaller dudes and he looks slow, but you put him next to like a normal person. This is the, the same thing. He, we looks, talked about. he looks slow next to NBA professional yeah. athletes like, yeah, compared exactly. to Kobe Bryant. He's slow. <laughs> yeah, that's why when we were talking about uh, China salesman, right? This is our second China salesman reference. And Mike Tyson, when they were doing the action scenes, just looked crisper than everybody else. Yeah. It's like, yeah, because he's used to fighting elite athletes, so it looks normal. But when you put him next to random jabroni guy, it's like, yeah, we get it. But. I, I saw a tweet somewhere. It was it said, I think the Olympics should always have one normal person in like the last lane just so we can get a sense of scale. Yeah. Just like, like you know, just see some counting. Yeah. <laughs> Just have some like random dad bod guy also there too. <laughs> I am in for that. Like this <laughs> dude has like a seven second 40 yard dash. He's just an average dude. He actually had an Achilles injury in high school. And <laughs> just can you imagine like the hundred meter dash? Just this random guy just finishes 15 seconds later. <laughs> Like, they're lining it for the next race, and he's almost there. Just sweating, breathing hard. They give him a cheeseburger at the end. They, they do I'm, have something similar to that at um, a lot of base uh, bat- baseball stadiums or games during the seventh inning stretch. They'll have um, a track sausage star. sausage race? He, maybe. There's a guy yeah. in a mascot suit, but he's, like, insanely fast. And they give, yep. and they give like, a random fan, like, a 20-second head start. Yep. And then he just burns past him in the mascot suit. Like, oh, there's Barney outrunning you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they give him like half, like a, a 15 second head start. And you have, he has to race from left field around the warning track to right field. And the dude is just blazing fast. I mean, or with, I don't, what they could do. If they <laughs> this, gave me a set distance head start, I think I could do all right. But I don't think I could sprint even half of that distance. Yeah, if you gave me, yeah, it's not the time; it's the fact I'm gonna gas out before even like give me two seconds on a hundred meter dash. I can do something with that. There's actually a video where there's one dude who who was kind of fast, like one of the normal uh, pedestrians was kind of fast and almost beat this dude, beat the speed dude you're talking about, but he pulled up to celebrate at the end. It's like one of the b- biggest fails, you know. Oh like, man! Watch any of those. It's it's great. 
Um, I wouldn't. You gotta wonder how that guy in the mascot suit's in. Like this motherfucker's not outrunning me. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's one. I think it might be, might be the Cincinnati Reds. A bunch of like uh, sausages race each other <laughs> around the same distance, <laughs> and they have like these weird mascot costumes. It's great. We've gone a long ways away from Attack on Titan episode five. I gotta Attack say, Attack on Titan episode five. So <laughs> we get a Titan lesson during this episode. And I think it's a flashback to the training, obviously. And there's there's a few notes I took down here. If I miss anything, feel free to jump in. So they only eat humans. And Mm -hmm. since they've gone over 100 years without human nourishment or without eating humans that we know of, the theory is that they don't need to eat humans to survive. They just enjoy doing it, (laughs) which is freaky as hell uh they regenerate so they were saying that there were points where they shot cannons directly in titan's faces and like blew their heads off and they regenerated and the only way to kill them is to slash the back of their neck so did i miss anything there those were the the key points i found uh yeah yeah the uh, i think they do talk about the fact that like their internal um heat is really high so there's like they don't say it explicitly but it's basically you know breaking all the rules of thermodynamics sure just something that's that's putting out heat forever without getting smaller yeah i mean this is the everlasting gobstopper of monsters here this episode is where attack on titan really becomes attack on titan there's been some horror so far but in this episode People get fucking murdered. Yep. Aaron's leg gets sharknadoed off. Yeah. Half a dozen people that we, we kind of know. We saw them in the training. How do you recognize them? They just fucking die. Yep. I mean, they're swinging out like, let's go team. Yeah. And then this grasshopper Titan comes from off screen and just noms this guy in midair like yep. a dog getting a treat. <laughs> It's the before dog this, getting the frisbee. It's yeah, perfect. Before this, you didn't. We didn't even know there were fast titans. There was the Titanic Titan, Armor Titan, and then just a bunch of like basically like derpy daisies. Yeah, yeah. Like they, none of them ran. They just kind of walked slowly, but it's slow for them because they're but they're really tall. And they just, <laughs> and then they just run into like three or four fast titans, and their entire team gets wiped out. Yeah. Armin goes catatonic and just basically freezes up like like in an action movie when you hear that and the person's kind of like sitting there. He, he basically does that. Yeah. And it gets picked up and eaten like a multivitamin. <laughs> but then they, they kind of commercial break and they come back and he wasn't eaten. Armin jumps in because they clearly show him being swallowed. Like. Like a gulping motion. But then you come back to the commercial break and Aaron is like reaching into the guy, into the Titan's mouth and throwing Armin out. And then he gets eaten and loses an arm in the process, which the Titans aren't really eating people. They just want to kill them with their mouth, apparently, because like they don't pick up the body parts and eat them. Right. It's like they just want the head, I guess. I don't know. Like, they don't eat dead people. They, they specifically are like cats. 
you know, they want to torture you and then <laughs> eat you, but they're not really hungry. Okay. <laughs> I, the, the, the way Titans treat humans is the way your cat would treat you if you were small. Okay, I, I feel you. <laughs> this entire series is actually just about how cats are terrible. <laughs> well... More you know. But, so, uh, yeah, Aaron gives a speech from inside the guy Titan's mouth, and I feel like he really could have, I don't know, he could have cut his way out. I mean, he's got two swords. At least try to use them. Yeah. I feel like he could like saw around the jawbone and get his way out of there, but instead he just gets nommed. Yep, and scene. That's the end of episode five. Is our, our seemingly our main character that we thought was going to be our main character throughout the show. Just gets eaten. It's like oh. we trade a shit character. He saves Armin for a good character. <laughs> God, for the it. good character. I mean, this is yeah. very Ned Stark dying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Imagine if Ned Stark died to save um, what was that little shit's name? To save the Joffrey. Joffrey. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, Joffrey's not a good example. Who's an annoying character in Game of Thrones? I don't know. I'm I'm drawing blanks. Shooting blanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then let's just give up that analogy entirely and cut to break. Okay, so now this originally started off as our worst movies ever uh, in in that category, but I don't think it's going to turn out that way. This is The Purge. From 2010. Ethan Hawke. Uh, Cersei Lannister. <laughs> Is that her name from. From uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And girl who. Thankfully I looked up is 23 in this movie. <laughs> but. They. Because they do an, a weird amount of like leg shots. For the daughter. And it. I'm usually into this kind of thing, but I was just like, man, this is weird. She's supposed to be like 16, isn't she? I assume she was young in that because uh, like a 16-year-old and an 18-year-old, is that too big of a gap? Is too No. Okay, half your age plus seven, so nine plus seven, 16. Yeah, so 16 would be okay. Like, like <laughs> yeah. what, what, was, what, what was his, what was the dad's gap if eight, 18 and 16 is too big a gap? Like, Unless you, he was born two hours before you. Get away from my daughter, you pervert. Yeah, same grade, I guess he's looking for. But 18 and 16 is fine. You're, it's a, a senior and a sophomore. I mean, who hasn't dated a sophomore when they were a senior or vice versa? So, I I don't know. It was just kind of weird. And they they do a lot of leg shots with her. Because she's wearing like a schoolgirl yeah. outfit. And it's like, <laughs> it's really weird, right? <laughs> I'm sorry yeah, I started there, but <laughs> yeah, if this was an anime. She would be calling everyone. Um, let's skip that. Yeah, if, if, if this was a certain scientific railgun, her dress would have blown up 15 times. But <laughs> it was pretty close, actually. So uh, Ethan Hawke's character is a, a security salesman. So first, let's run down what the purge is, because this is the first one of like 12 movies, I guess. I think there's actually four movies in a TV show now, which I didn't realize. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know there were other movies until the TV show came out. And I was like, 
haven't heard about these. They must have been terrible. <laughs> yeah. So the the idea is that one time per year, all crime is illegal for 12 hours from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And it has to do with, you know, the new government structure and all that stuff. So the effects of this are there's there's little to no crime throughout the rest of the year except on this day. And for some reason, the purge, I mean, it's called the purge, but they never kind of visit any other types of crimes, you know? Like, I want yeah. to see a, a heist-style crime during this movie, you know, yeah, during this yeah, uh, setting. Yeah, you could just sell all your drugs during the purge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's the shelf life on cocaine? Uh, my fourth quarter every year is really good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was weird how it was only murder. Yeah. No Always. one tried to steal anything. No one tried to, like have like a giant like riot yeah there must be social rules like could you burn down the white house during the purge oh yeah don't tell portland like (laughs) i mean how much would you have to trust your security guards (laughs) yeah right i mean every bank would be under siege every single year this dude the everyone who sells this kind of security system would just be obviously this dude's obscenely rich based on his house but every single bank would have to have these like lockdown you know steel doors and everything but as we find out later in the movie they're kind of easy to get into if you have well, a truck well these, well these are the residential models that's true you probably and have it seems that. like they're retrofitted on top of um the house if you build it with the steel doors in mind, I think it's a very different thing because, I mean, at that point, the cheapest option is to, you know, have steel reinforced concrete and then put some, like, you know, make it look like a brick house on the outside. Yeah. I don't know. Those All would be banks really are big prison walls. styles. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, the purge, that's a wild, that's a wild concept. And I can't imagine, like, the next day being okay. Like, ah, kill, he killed your wife while it was legal. Like, no, he's he's still getting murdered the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Um, question for you: Would you participate in the purge? Depends on who pissed me off that. <laughs> I feel like I would. I'd, I'd be purging. You know. Well, well, the thing is, like, I've played enough video games and done enough martial arts to know that I'm not the world's strongest, fastest, smartest man. Yeah. And it's really easy to just walk around a corner and get shot. That's true. Well, it's either purge or be purge. That's what mom always told me. Ever since I was a wee little purger. Yeah, but that was like a dietary thing for her. (laughs) That's fair. So, one thing that, that this movie does pretty well is... You kind of you get to know this little family. They all hate each other, of course, and they really do a nice job of treating the dad like shit, even though he has provided this, you know, mansion in seemingly what somewhere in California. I I don't know if they ever said what the setting was. Are are you expecting a teenage girl to be nice to her father? (laughs) Maybe the wife, maybe the the son to be nice. I don't know. Somebody. 
they're a bunch of douche canoes from the suburbs. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Random homeless man gets treated better than dad in this in this uh, movie. Wait, so is pretty wait is the son? I don't remember the son being mean to the father. He's like, don't you don't let him outside. We're gonna sacrifice you instead of this homeless man who we literally just met and has taken the daughter hostage. I'm jumping way ahead here, but you know, it's great. It's really great. So the idea for the uh, the Sandin family is just to kind of bunker down for the holiday. I, I would guess that that it would be a national holiday and everything would be closed, right? Um. I don't know. I mean, it seems like it would be more like um, like a Thanksgiving. I, I guess so. <laughs> the day after would definitely be closed because, I mean, what if like someone burns all the bridges down completely legally? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. I mean, uh, purge is bad. <laughs> is it illegal to plan things? Like, can you stockpile munitions for the purge? Uh, What's apparently. all this fertilizer for? Completely legal reasons, sir. These will only be <laughs> these these fertilizers will only be used during the purge. Yeah, and it you know what's really weird is that in the kind of towards the beginning of the movie, there's a dude who's just sharpening like a machete outside. It's like, bro, maybe if you're gonna be purging, you should probably I don't know, hang hang back, maybe do it on the low. He's like, nah. Just sharpening outside for all the world to see. It's like, uh, is Johnny from down the street coming for us? I know we had that little argument during the barbecue. Um, I saw him sharpening his axe. It's kind of weird. Like, they start off just not really explaining how the purge works. Like, they say it gets rid of all your need to to um to kill and murder but mm-hmm. then like several characters in the movie as it goes along kind of hint or openly discuss yeah yeah there's a guy in the news saying oh it gets rid of the undesirables who are holding back the economy yeah and then there's of course the guy who's yelling about the homeless guy being a swine and they're not being subtle because i think the only black character in the movie is the one that the um, American psycho-looking guy calls a swine. Mm-hmm. So I think we can just go ahead and uh, chalk him up to. I, I don't know. I don't know how to break it because he also kills people for being rude. So yeah, then he yells too. So I, I think the movie is just written kind of haphazardly. Yeah. Oh, a uh, little fun fact for you. Speaking of which. Bloomhouse Productions. This is like our fifth Bloomhouse movie so far, and they did. They were the creators of the Hunt. So, if that helps. Uh, speaking of exterminating other, deplorables, <laughs> did they make the other? Um, did did that production company make all of the Purge movies? I'll have to check that. Um, this this is another question. That, that this movie has, has sprung for me. So let's say you and I were neighbors and yeah. it was 185 days until the purge and you had a bone to pick. Would you, would you kind of just lay low? Like, I'm going to purge this mother flipper in about 
about six months? Or would you just let it go in case if we kind of got into a little tussle while it was illegal that I might come and purge you? You know what I mean? Would you kind of would people like behave more in the fear of being purged, especially if they weren't participants? That That's a good question. Um, in this movie, they show people definitely not doing that. Yeah. But I would think that, yeah, I, I think people would like, I think people would be like wearing masks and stuff during the purge. Cause they don't want someone to take revenge on them next purge. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I think people would be careful. And then also, it's like, what if you killed someone that's popular? Like, you could probably still... I'm sure you could be canceled for, like, purging someone that everyone likes. Right. Like, I mean, what if, like... Just imagine what internet would do if someone purged, like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. He's unpurgeable. Or, like, um, John Wick 4 canceled because somebody purged Keanu Reeves. Ah, uh, you, you spoiled my thing for later. <laughs> okay, I'll just do it now. So... If I while I was watching this movie, I was thinking, what if the dad was either a John McClane, uh, Bruce Willis character in Die Hard, B the dad from Taken, or C John Wick? <laughs> you could have had five hundred people trying to break into the house, and John Wick would have <laughs> murdered all of them. So it looks like uh, Bloomhouse did do all the all the Burge movies. And so far, we've done The Purge, Unfriended Dark Web. We've done Us. We've done You Should Have Left, Upgrade, Fantasy Island, and The Hunt. All, all of which are Blue Mouse Productions. Yes. <laughs> Our so, new so they, favorite. So do they just make a ton of movies, or do they just kind of do the weird concept stuff we like talking about? Yeah, it seems like, seems like they're right up our alley. So we should try the Invisible Man next. It also helps that, you know, we're doing weird movies because it's a little late to talk about Iron Man 2. <laughs> and all the movies have been canceled this year. Yep. On the next episode, Iron Man 2. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to do Iron Man 1 first because all my issues with Iron Man 2 are how it's compared to Iron Man 1. Okay. All right. And all my issues with Iron Man 1 are based on how it's compared to the, to the uh, trailer. Oh. I was going to say non-existent. No, I, I still just... <laughs> I want them to make Iron Man 1 trailer into a movie. I think that'd be a good movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So... Oh, yeah. But to, to agree with your earlier point, one of my first notes is that's a very short skirt for a girl too young to date an 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And um, just one thing I've been noticing in movies more lately is just terrible gun safety. This guy spends $10,000 on a collection of guns and a safe, but no holster. He just right. shoves it down his pants. Yep. Listen, if you have fabric around your gun, when you're putting it in and out of your trousers, there's a chance, a really good chance that the fabric's going to get caught in the trigger and you're going to shoot yourself in the butt crack or yep. worse if you're carrying, if you're doing a front carry. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you carry your gun. If you have it in a good case and you buy a gun that doesn't go off when jostled. <laughs> and he seems like the kind of dipshit that wouldn't put the safety on either. So, well, no, you got to keep it ready. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but I mean, a lot of handguns don't have a safety. They just have an advanced pull mechanism like a Glock. Sure. And in that case, like, you know, you're panicked. Your shirt gets tangled in your gun. So you're like, get get out, get out. Bang. Yeah. And he's not wearing track pants. He's wearing freaking jeans, isn't he? So that's something that can catch. I mean, I'm pretty sure track pants can catch, too. I mean, a a trigger is made to be pulled. So fabric's going to do it real easy. Well, I usually carry a pistol with no safety down the front of my pants with track pants, and I seem okay. Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but one thing that hit me was just this movie is kind of, and I think it predates Black Mirror, but it's a little Black Mirror-esque in the way that everyone's just a gigantic asshole for no reason. Yep. Like um, like the, the other housewife in the movie... Oh, my God. Okay, so I, I just want to talk. I want to. It's not on screen, but I'm going to tell you the only possible way her day went. This this bitch got up. <laughs> she put on she did her hair. She put on makeup. She made cookies and then she walked her happy ass across the neighborhood to deliver the cookies for the sole purpose of throwing shade at the one at this at um Miss Lannister. Cersei. Yeah. yeah, like what? What? Yeah, and all with like a, a demented, like she's got a creep smile. She looks like the, she looks like the mask that the other dude was wearing later on in the movie. Yeah, like she's I mean, got like a psycho smile with wide eyes. I mean, at least Eddie Haskell from Leave It to Beaver happens to be in the neighborhood before he starts being a dickwad. He doesn't like get up and race the train on his bicycle to be an asshole. <laughs> That's true. I mean, this and, is some this is some like level twelve bullshit that she's pulling. Yeah, like she doesn't have Netflix. <laughs> Imagine being married to that bitch. How spiteful <laughs> she'd be. <laughs> you didn't take out the trash last night. It's like, all right, I fell asleep. Leave me alone. You go fishing for the weekend. She rents an ATV to come and yell at you. <laughs> She's like the uh, the chick from Monster. <laughs> you should probably uh, you probably wake up and with a freaking knife to your Johnson. Be honest, but were you more uncomfortable with the upshot upskirt shots in this or uh, a certain scientific railgun from a couple episodes ago? Well, it, it helps that I was really confident that the actress was of age and as a as a watcher of smallville i'm used to 29 year olds pretending to be teenagers sure i i had to google it to to make myself feel less weird but she is 23 during the movie and i I feel like i've watched her in something else that you would not put a teenager in (laughs) but i then i'm not placing it in my head so maybe or just don't look like her I was much more uncomfortable with this movie than a certain scientific railgun, maybe because it's a cartoon and I don't really associate any of the ages, even though they're like, we're in high school all the, all the goddamn time. But it just doesn't have a connection in my brain like this one did, because she she seemed super young. Obviously, that was the point, but she did to me. Yeah, it's really weird. I, I said that this movie came out in 2010. It actually came out in 2013. Jesus Christ, they've made four of these movies since 2013? Yep. Unbelievable. 
What are you doing? The uh, actress is Adelaide Kane, and she wasn't in anything I've ever seen before. So, I don't know. Yeah, and this we movie were... basically devolves into um, weird, uh, weird speeches being yelled through the armor of a of a building. Uh, people having the argument over, you know, the, the one that you uh, went over at at the beginning of all this nonsense about, you know, the life of a random homeless person versus, you know, your family. Yep. And I don't think many people would choose the random homeless person. But then again, you know, there was a very awkward dinner they had. Yeah, they hated also, this dude. And I mean, not to say anything negative about the wife, but she said their dinner had no carbs in it. But I saw carrots, and those are basically sugar. Yeah. Well, so she's doing something. She doesn't right. know what a carb is. Maybe, maybe she shouldn't be the one that survives. <laughs> you know why she she hated uh, Ethan Hawke so much? Is because she was um, into her brother. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So yeah, and she was mm-hmm. she was surprisingly um I'm just gonna skip to the end because I want to talk about this right now. At the end of the movie, she's like, No, don't kill them. Just let them like sit there awkwardly. It's like, okay, they tried to murder your husband. they did murder your husband. Well, I guess yeah. they didn't murder your husband. They were gonna. They literally like started duct taping your kids and laying them out to be shot, and you're like, Okay, let's just all be peaceful till the end. Now, I'm not saying I would kill them, but I've been thinking about this since we watched the movie, and I think what you want to do is like shoot their arms and legs off so they're in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then you need to mess up their face real good. Right. I think that's like, that's the appropriate way to deal with someone that like tries to murder your entire family and you. (laughs) I think the benefit of that is that next year, if anyone tries to purge you, it'll be the last fucking year they try that shit. (laughs) Because the next year, just <laughs> you've had time to re- to research how to make people not purge you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just but then, again, set... mm-hmm. but then again, I've been listening to a podcast about Vlad the Impaler, so maybe I'm in a weird mindset right now. That's fair. Surprisingly so... nice guy to be under, awful to be neighbors with. <laughs> so the basic premise of this movie, so they the the family, the main family, bunkers down, and a uh, homeless man's running around. Uh, apparently, the this group of psychopaths has, you know, I'm sorry, this group of purgers has wounded him. He was able to get away, and the son, the weird lesbian son, um, <laughs> creeped me out. He he lets the dude in into the house. He he opens the like the security system and lets them in and the purge crew roll up on the lawn and they're not quite happy about it. Right. So there's this cool, there's cool couple moments where, well, one cool, one freaky. The, the main dude does this like weird speech about, you know, why it's their right to purge and all this stuff. And, I, you know, I stood up and put my hand over my chin. No, he was, this dude was freaky as hell. He took his mask off and he's just got this demon demented smile. And yeah, yep. he had a, um, to me, I would describe him as part Joker, 
uh, part Hitler Youth and the rest of it American Psycho. Yeah, that's fair. And there's like a weird montage of all the creeps outside. Like there's a rope swing involved. They're playing Ring Around the Rosie. You know, <laughs> you know, so, like you do when you're, you know, in a life or death struggle with the entire world. Of course. Why is they, no one else purging in this neighborhood? <laughs> they want Ethan Hawke to send the homeless man out so they can kill him. So that's that's the whole thing. Do you think they would have really just left like that? No. Or do you think they would just like shot them when they opened up the door? Yeah, and at one point, Ethan Hawke goes uh, to the sun. He's like, it's him or us. It's like, no, it's that's not that's not the deal, allegedly. It's him or him and us. <laughs> it's always going to be him per yeah. the, uh, you know, per the psychopath there. But uh, I don't know. But they did choose the homeless man over the dad. They they call into question his morality when he's just trying to protect his family at that I point i would point just... out that they did that without offering any alternatives exactly yeah they That's... were like oh we can't do that it's like okay what should we do no we just can't do that like, yeah you, you, ha- you have to offer to help I, I i have an idea and then you have an idea yep not i have an idea you sit there like a lump and then claim moral superiority yeah, he's he wasn't some like maniac. He was just like, I have no other ideas. This is, this is the last resort. We got to do this. But apparently they just want to freaking judge him. Let him die. Where were they while he was fighting off the demons or whatever? Because every female in this, <laughs> like in terms of the uh, angry mob, screamed like they were possessed demons like what there were two of them i don't know they it was like something out of freaking exorcist or something i don't i don't i don't know what what it was meant to be but it was really strange so there's one point where the girl the daughter hides under the bed and all i could think again was if you let my daughter go, I will not pursue you. <laughs> but if you do not, <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't stop thinking of the movie taken during this. It was great. Just imagine I, after we watched this, my wife and I watched this together. I, I watched John wick. <laughs> I had to <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know what the demon screams were, but they were literally like howling banshees. It was really strange. Um, one thing that I would have appreciated during this movie were time updates. So we know that the purge lasts 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Now, this must be on West Coast time as well, because I didn't even think of this. Is it 7 p.m., 7 a.m. local time zone? Is it 7 p.m., 7 a.m.? one time zone but it depends on where you are yeah someone's having the purge at like 6 a.m to like 1 p.m <laughs> yeah and all i would have wanted was like some time updates so you know just like a little thing at the bottom of the screen oh it's it's midnight right now and the the homeless man shows up it's 1 a.m in the 
the people following him show up. You know, I it, how long did it take for the the truck that easily removes the doors to get there? Which turned out to be just a regular truck. Like, yeah, if you if this this was a really really shit job. I'm pretty sure if you gave me an afternoon and like two grand, I could get a better security system than this. <laughs> oh, they'll never get through unless they own a pickup truck. Oh yeah. lordy, a pickup <laughs> truck. You can and rent two a U-Haul. <laughs> what? A pickup truck and two chains. Two chains. Uh, <laughs> what I would have liked in. Um, instead of or in addition to time updates is some sort of explanation over how this turned into how purging became a patriotic duty. Yeah. It was so weird how they're like, it's our duty or our uh, patriotic duty to purge. Purge And I was like, this is, I guess, I mean, I mean, there are weird things that people think that if you break it down, it doesn't make any sense, but we just do it all the time. So, I mean, I could see, like, trying to write a world like this, but you need to build that up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and they do it really quick in the beginning, but there is also a... Maybe we'll we'll do that in a future episode. There's a, a movie called The First Purge. Maybe maybe they give us a little more detail. It's a prequel scenario, so... I mean, this is the most famous version of all the movies. I feel like the rest of them are just awful because they're trash yeah yeah absolutely so so I, you know worst I movie ever series i didn't see anarchy or the first purge but i saw um election year and it was terrible it's one of the one of the biggest piles of shit i've ever seen we should look at them all up on imdb and watch the lowest score <laughs> yeah. it's got to be the first purge but i'll i'll do that as we go here so there's obviously the villains get in and you know there's a, a fight to the death of course because they didn't because the family wanted to protect this guy they just they just met and let the husband do all the fighting the uh cersei cersei had a gun and she was kind of walking around but never really ran into anything yeah how big <laughs> is that house oh my god it's massive that must, that must be the house from um what was that movie where the house was full of the older version of himself? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, you should have left. Yeah. I mean, did they like just move the house from you should have left here? Like what's going on <laughs> yeah. from, uh, Wales to yeah. wherever there. So I mean, California. I mean, he sold a lot of security systems. He could definitely put that on a flatbed truck and just boat it across the Atlantic. <laughs> Absolutely. It was ridiculously massive and long couple, enough for them to have half the movie people wandering around. Yeah. Can you imagine like how long it takes to get ready for to to get ready in the morning? Like you go to the kitchen, you arrive there sweaty, tired, in need of water. You woke up at four AM and you're almost late for the bus and you realize you left your shoot you left your cell phone in your room. Oh, uh. It's too late at that point. You try to get back there, but without your cell phone GPS, you don't know how to get back to your room. <laughs> you need a GPS just to get to the house, get through the house. All these statues look the same. <laughs> I mean, if now that I think about it, if you move into a neighborhood, sell things to your neighbors, and then build a house big enough 
for a cult to get lost in. Maybe you are douchebags that need to be purged. Yeah, absolutely. Also, the um, I don't know why this bothers me so much, but when the um, the frat party first shows up outside the house, mm-hmm. the person who notices it is the kid who was left in the in the video room, and he and he takes like two minutes to like get his mom's attention. Mom, mom, she's like, "What? You need to look at this." What do you mean you need to look at this? Just say, Mom, a, uh, a murderous Scooby-Doo gang is coming. That's all you need to say. <laughs> I just want to Which one was he? Was he, was he shaggy? No, the right. entire Scooby-Doo gang. It's the, it's the cartoon plus the live-action cast. <laughs> gotcha. I can dig it. Yeah, and there, so there's one point where there's a couple walking through. The guy has the girl like piggyback riding her and she has an axe and it's one of the like the the demon banshee women. Which, <laughs> I don't know what what the hell. I it it just freaked me out. I don't know, did you catch that at all? Like where they're just screaming just insanely? I mean, the screaming is the least insane thing they do. They yeah. they put on masks, they go out as women into the purge not with guns, with melee weapons, no body armor. And yeah. they're giggling at everything like they're on some sort of narcotic. And the thing that catches your attention is they make noise? What? Just the, <laughs> the, the way that, it, that just, was... it was shocking, the way they were screaming. And the girl, like, they were doing this, like, pool table. They have, like, an awesome game room with a pool table and an arcade and any literally any game you can think of is in that room and they just no one in that family plays those video games i assure you no one that kid is not an arcade kid the daughter is not the mother is not the father played it like (laughs) once when he was drunk yeah yeah the creepy melted doll did that give it away that the the son wasn't into it yeah you know the first time i watched this i was like this is gonna be really dark this kid is obviously like some sort of like murderous um, Twilight Zone kid. Yeah. You should have let me have Frosted Flakes, Mom. Oh, wouldn't that have been a good twist if he ended up being like an awesome like murderer and just started killing all the people that were coming in? Because he seemed really... Uh, I thought it was really all... I thought all of this was leading up to him being some sort of purge murderer kid. <laughs> The doll, the secret room, the fact that he walks around looking like that. Yeah. He lives in the suburbs. His sister like goes a to a private school, and he's got the, um, what do you call that haircut? Woman. Elton John's friend haircut. Yeah. I don't, he's got I don't know like a middle-aged woman haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they should have had him and his mom have the same haircut. Yeah. But Cersei would have had to grow it out for like six, seven inches to get it to his length. So, oh, I, I did think it was funny. Um, I'm just going to jump way back a second when um, the wife is like, we can't do this. It's not right. And then the daughter agrees to like a unified front of uselessness. Yep. Then the truck shows up and like res the engine one time. And she's like, I changed my mind. Throw that motherfucker out there. <laughs> she did not last five seconds into reality. Where she's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, her. Her stance, her her stances on things 
I was so sure by the end of this movie, even though I'd seen it before, I was so sure that she was going to just have the, the homeless man, like be her new husband because of how like flimsy her morals were. (laughs) I definitely thought he was staying and was just going to, you know, give her the D and all that stuff. Definitely. But he just left. He just walked out. I was like, uh, good luck. See you later. Thanks for sacrificing your husband. Appreciate it. I didn't get that vibe at all, but okay. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, So Ethan Hawke is able to fell all of the demons and the dudes in this this movie, except for the main uh, Joker guy who stabs him with an extraordinarily long machete thing. That must be the sharpest goddamn thing ever, because he just kind of slowly just sticks it in him. And Ethan Hawke dies, so that's great. Yeah, I was... Were you surprised at that? Uh, A little bit, yeah. I I didn't think he was going to die when he got stabbed. I thought he was going to, like, lay down, die, but then, oh, he's not dead. He shoots them at the last second. Sure. And then he like falls down and they go to the hospital. But instead, what we get is some weird like neighborhood watch scenario where everyone (laughs) in the neighborhood comes in and starts murdering the rest of the people. So that's that's pretty fun. And then they decide to, as Jeremy said earlier, tie up the kids with duct tape and our hero, the the homeless man, comes through and he uh, he just he unloads like seven bullets into one person and then points the gun at the rest. My thought was either he's out of bullets or he just really didn't like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that one person dies out of the neighborhood watch and he he lets I, everyone else live? I just noticed that almost no one missed a shot in this entire movie. I mean, it's like running headshots. It's basically uh, the Walking Dead shooting style here. Yeah, he was. What was the movie we just watched where they're just picking people off from just extraordinary distances? Sharknado. Yes, yes. He had that. Everyone had uh, Sharknado level accuracy. Dude was just picking sharks out of the sky. (laughs) And. We get to the end of the movie where uh, Cersei's sitting at the table with all the neighborhood watch, what's left of them. And she's like, nope, nobody's going to die except my husband and that one of your husbands, whoever (laughs) whoever the homeless dude just unloaded into, uh, he's dead too. So, you know, that's fine. And (laughs) the psycho chick reaches for what a gun, I don't know, shotgun. And yeah. Cersei just slams her face on the freaking glass table. She's just leaking blood. It's hilarious. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I, I, I was mad that like her retribution for trying to for mur- for trying to murder her children is uh, an awkward silence. Yep. You'd think she would either want to personally murder everyone there or have the uh, homeless man do it. 
So, this movie came out June 7th, 2013. 1,009... I'm sorry. 198,367 ratings on IMDb. Do you want to take a guess at, at, at what it's rated? Uh, seven. 5.7 out of 10. I was way off. Yeah. You said a little higher or lower than that? I said seven, so I was like 1.3 higher. Is that is that about where you sit on on your thoughts about it? No, that's where I thought the uh, that the masses would go. Sure, and we didn't even go with the uh, with IMDb's synopsis, but that's fine. Wealthy family is held hostage for harboring a target of a murderous syndicate during the purge, a twelve hour period in which any and all crime is legal. Apparently, only murder. Well, The Purge, based entirely on rape, would be a much harder movie to film. Oh, boy. Yep. I'd, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. So, what did we say for our next episode? Uh, next episode, uh, Bird Box. So, we'll be discussing Bird Box. We'll be discussing the latest episode of The Boys, as well as My Hero Academia. We're not sure which episodes yet. Well, TBD, but definitely some MHA from MMO. Oh, I can I can look up where we're at on the... Like and they say that a hero can save us. I'm not gonna take it away. Ah, hold on. I think it's the theme song to that high school. Next time, we're doing episodes six and seven. Oh, yeah. Get a little Deku action. I just read the latest chapter of the manga, and it's so it's so good. I can't wait till this is in the anime. It's, it's going to be a long wait. <laughs> oh, my God. It's gonna I think be most so of the animes have been coronavirus, right? Yeah, unfortunately. But, like, the oh, manga and... didn't just draw that, because it's like... <laughs> You only have to draw one thirty-second of the pictures. Sure, of course. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a rough sketch for sure. And one other thing we're, we're going to do next episode is, I'm going to give my review in progress of the Avengers, Marvel's Avengers for PS4, because Ooh. I had some really harsh things to say about it. Some of which I stand by. And some, the game, uh, playing it a little bit more, has has swayed me the other way. So I'd like to uh, talk a little bit more about that. And I think that's about it. Well then, I guess that's all. Until next time. So do you want to...